Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning toast. Happy Thursday, the Thursday of the longest week of all time. Hey, Claude, how are you doing? Hello, Jacqueline. This is literally the longest week of all time. Thank you so much for pointing that out. Yeah, no, I, th- I felt it to be important. Last night, I was sitting in bed and I was like, it's only Wednesday. This is criminal. And then my night really took a turn for the worst. And we are a little late on delivering today's podcast. And I just need to own up to that and explain what happened here. Starting at 4 a.m., my smoke detector alarm started going mm. off, beeping once every 30 seconds. I was like laying in bed <sighs> up, timing it. And it just stopped. We had to change the battery. And it was atrocious. I was up from four to five because I couldn't fall back asleep with it in the background. It mm-hmm. like it didn't keep me up after that. But like it was so annoying. I had white noise on. I had my noise canceling AirPods in. I could still hear it. And I was like, well, we definitely can't podcast if that's going to beep once every 30 seconds. I will drive people insane. No, that's a particular type of torture, especially if you're trying to sleep. Yeah, and I was just like so worried about Bruno, but I checked in on him and he was sleeping like a little baby. I guess it was just me. These days I'm a light sleeper. It's the body's way of getting you ready for motherhood, so I've heard. Mm. So I wake up at anything and then I can't fall back asleep. Tarch. Tarch. But here we are and it's off. So I have peace in my home. (sighs) There's nothing like peace in your own home. No, there is not. How are you doing? I'm good. We have a great episode for you guys. Oh, I got a haircut. You didn't really like say anything since we've been on this interface. Well, I actually, I did notice it when you were combing your hair, which is like a new thing that you like to do while we podcast from home. Well, okay, podcasting from home. I don't have a desk. My desk, quote unquote, is my vanity Me too. where all my makeup. So I'm sitting in front of like, you know, combs, brushes, makeup, makeup brushes. How am I not supposed to touch them and use them? I know. It, it's really, it's trying. But it's extremely trying. I did see your new layers and I was like, I'll wait till the show to address the haircut in the room. And it looks so fabulous. Thank you. It's like a very subtle haircut, but for me, it's like I feel like a completely different woman and it's like, is everyone looking at my hair? I think that they are. I actually knew that you were coming on here with your fresh haircut, so I was like, okay, I have to do my hair today and I need something to cover my big fat face because yesterday Mm -hmm. was just a whole lot of face. So I did my hair and I have you to thank for that. It's a pleasure. I have you to thank for making me so... You know that song? No. Gavin DeGraw? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. You haven't lived. No, I'm so sorry. Where is Gavin? We need new music. 
looking for Gavin, where he very low key guy, constantly, you know, coming up for air and then going back down. It's been a while since we got new music. It always slaps. He's one of my favorite artists, probably of all time. Like he's like Kelly Clarkson level to me in that yeah. like pantheon of just can do no wrong. And mm-hmm. I would like to put it out there. I'd like to manifest in like the word the buzzword of 2022 i'd like Mm -hmm. to manifest some new gavin degraw music it's not gonna happen unless you say it out loud that's not how i roll but that's what the kids are doing they're manifesting things and there's something to all of this i don't know they really think they're doing something and i'm not convinced but i don't want to yuck i don't want to yuck someone's yums and what and one member of the manifestation crew is the snatcher and so i just i'm gonna leave it at that Speaking of not doing something, I do have to let you know that I did not watch The Real Housewives of Orange County last night. What happened? I went out to dinner and it just like, it wasn't in the cards. It wasn't in the curds. Okay, well, I watched this week and last week, so I'm all caught up. And I will give you my thoughts. It's pretty good. It's all over the place. And I just need to parse out how I'm feeling. But I feel like it has the makings of like really good groundwork for a really good season. Just this Noella girl is... Confused. She's off the charts. She's confusing. I'm confused. And yeah. we will have to break it down. So un- that's sad that you didn't watch, but everyone's entitled. It wasn't. It wasn't. Oh. What? Mad. I have this handheld mirror. And I remember last night when I was like doing my makeup, the handheld mirror fell off my table. And I just realized it's completely shattered. Is that seven years of bad luck? It depends if you subscribe to those notions. Okay, so I don't. Yeah, no, I use a handheld mirror that is cracked, that's been cracked for two years, and I still use it every day. So I guess that's technically bad luck. I should throw it away, but I don't want yeah. to get it. It still works. I can still see myself. Oh, that! but now I'm just like looking at the mirror, and it's haunting me. Throw it away. I will, now that I know about it. Not your problem. More. Not my problem. Well, we have a lot to talk about today, and then we'll re- recap Real Housewives of Orange County. I also started a new book last night. My th- eight months in, I'm finally reading my first pregnancy book. Oh, good. It's called Expecting Better by Emily Oster. My doctor recommended it, and so far I'm really enjoying it, but like all of my dreams last night were like pregnancy statistics, yeah. and that's just not somewhere I want to be, so I'm going no. to try and read it like more in the afternoon and not right before bed, otherwise like my brain is going into like charts mode yeah no you're consumed with the pregnancy yeah but and I'm every time I'm like reading a new chapter I'm like fuck I should have read this in the beginning but no one really like vehemently recommended any books to me and so far like everything that she's saying that you should do like um, there's nothing that was like oh fuck I did that and I shouldn't have except for the time I um tuna fish I just it was what was it good it you know what it wasn't once it was twice and um (sighs) It was good, but I hope those mercury levels, I hope everything's okay. I think you're okay. Okay. But if not, blame Ben. He forced it on me. Of course. Ben's fault. When in doubt, blame Ben. 100%. How is Ben doing? For anything. He's doing very, very well. Um, he's not here right now, which is why it's so quiet and just a pe- like perfect way environment for podcasting because Ben's toxic energy is not here. I understand completely. And you have mm-hmm. the peace. We have do and brew in the background and they we do have a live studio audience so that's really exciting everyone's been asking us to like get people (laughs) fan fridays are back (laughs) fan fridays are back two seats do and brew sometimes maybe if her mother will allow it magoo oh i miss magoo 
Um, so yeah, I think we should dive in. I have uh, nothing to say in the TV recap, but lots to say elsewhere. Okay, so without further ado, do, 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 it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have, have used BetterHelp online. You shouldn't wait till things get unbearable before you go to therapy. It's a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. BetterHelp is sponsoring today's episode, and our listeners will get 10% off their first month of BetterHelp um, when they go to BetterHelp.com slash toast. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash toast for 10% off their first month. Check it out. Wonderful. So what do we got for the for the first story? Oh, is it the picture of Kim P? It the is. I hate to lead with the same story like three days in a row, but this is just developing breaking news, and... We asked and we received pictures of Kim and Pete catching rays together in the Bahamas. So displaying different approaches to dressing for the region, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson were snapped enjoying each other's company in the Bahamas on Wednesday. Paparazzi caught the two walking on a dock together after disembarking from a boat for their daytime date. Kim wore an all-black ensemble, a plunging black top that looked like a one-piece bathing suit um, with a black Louis Vuitton backpack and slip uh, uh, with... um. Sorry, he was wearing that. She was wearing a black plunging black top and baggy distressed denim paired with matching shades. And he was wearing a blue letterman jacket with cream colored sweats underneath and his Louis Vuitton backpack. Okay. I'm sorry. Kim's jeans were out of control. Do you know how hot it is in the Bahamas? Like, what are you doing? I, I'm hesitant to comment on Kim's fashion because I feel like, you know, I'm commenting on Michelangelo p- painting the Sistine painting Chapel. 100%. And who am I? But what, like, this was... No, by the way, outside of the environment that she was in, the outfit is, you know, like, objectively cute. But what are you wearing big old jeans for on the beach? I have no freaking clue. That was really shocking. They're so mismatched. Neither of them, they don't look like they're going to the same place, and neither of them look like they're in the Bahamas. The jeans were really shocking. But again, like, I really try to just let go and like let Kim do her fashion thing and I'm sure like in two years I'll be wearing baggy jeans on the beach because that's just how these things go. No I can actually assure you that I will never be doing that and like looking at those pictures was giving me armpit sweat. I'm like do these people not get warm? Yeah no it was it wasn't the aesthetic that I was looking for but I'm still happy to to have the pictures. Well it was a watershed moment It's the first photo of them that I've seen that's like somewhat visible like the one that we have from you know Knott's Berry Farm or whatever it's called was blurry and dark. Like, for me, this is a real photo of them, and it's high quality, and it's, ins- it's like, crazy. Well, we have we have a few things. Like, we've had, like, fans, like, seeing them at the movie theaters in Staten Island where, like, they were together. We had, you know, them with Flavor Flav. Flavor. But, yeah, this these are, like, photos that should be iconic, but the outfits are making them iconic for the wrong reasons. No, these are photos that should be iconic, but the outfits are making them moronic. Yeah, yeah, and it and it pains me to say to say that, but but I do believe this is the first paparazzi photo of them, correct? Um, Together, I can't I can't decipher what's paparazzi and what's like fans. No, I'm not talking about fans. But the fans have gotten some good stuff of them. 
Yeah, but it's not like premium. Like this is really premium. Like I could see, you know, the pores on Kim's face. Like it's really high quality. Yeah, but the the outfits are so low quality. It it really took away from this really special moment. I agree. It's an extremely confusing photo because you would see those two people and you'd be like, oh, they're going to a Winter Wonderland themed party. And then they're literally on the beach. Yeah. Also, she posted a selfie, like a bikini selfie today. So it's like she's, you know, doing the vacation thing. Mm -hmm. Where was that picture? Where's that paparazzi photo? She's posting in real time. Yeah. No, but it's like, okay, so you're wearing a bikini in the Bahamas. Like, can we see that? Right, right, right. Like, where did the jeans go? <laughs> where did the jeans go? They need to go into the I mean, incinerator. <laughs> and that's just insane to me. They were the biggest pair of jeans. They probably take up so much space in her suitcase. Like, how does she have space to pack other things? Yeah, those are some big jeans. They're enormous. I hope that that trend just does not trickle down to me, honestly. But, <sighs> but I can't help. You never know. You never, you really never know. And, and I'm sure... In two years, I will look back at this and be clowning on myself. But I really don't think so. I just want to say, like, I don't dislike the jeans. Like, I think objectively they look cute. It's just an unnecessary place to be wearing them. Beyond. Beyond. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It definitely took away from this really special moment, though it is still incredibly special. Agreed. Are you ready for our next story? Some more Kardashian news. These are the only people making news these days. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know what I think it is? Because when I'm reading the stories, it's like either it's the Kardashians and like what their farts smell like. Or it's like mm-hmm. every celebrity has COVID right now. No, you're right. They're the only people keeping it interesting in Hollywood. And they're putting the industry and the town on their back. But it's because I think like everyone has COVID. So they're yeah. not. And I mean, like so-and-so having COVID like isn't news. So... They're all we're talking about. Yeah, I thought of that yesterday, how like literally our whole show is always about the Kardashians. We, it comes in waves, but I do feel like this week in particular, because everyone else is sort of out of commission. A hundred percent. But Corey Gamble is showing off support for Tristan Thompson with a jersey with his name on it amid the paternity scandal. Chris Jenner's boyfriend, Corey Gamble, made a surprising show of support for Tristan on Tuesday, holding up the NBA player's number 13 jersey for paparazzi in L.A. Gamble had attended Thompson's Sacramento Kings losing game against the L.A. Lakers, which came on the heels of him copping to the paternity suit against him. Wait, Tristan plays for the Sacramento Kings? Yeah, I learned that yesterday, too. That's really sad. Where was he last playing? He was playing in Boston. Yeah, and the, and the Cavaliers at one point. But so Sacramento's it, I mean if they were still trying it's to work in New it out. York. It's in New York. I mean, yes. not New York. I I'm love sorry. Sacramento and New York this time of year. <laughs> so beautiful. It's in California, yes, logistically. I'm just talking about like his career. I didn't know that like the way that I perceive the NBA and again, that's just this is just my own unique um POV. It's like the Sacramento Kings, no shade to their fans, is like one of the most like broke down unwell like franchises it used to be owned by the Maloofs I never have spent time thinking about the Sacramento Kings and if you asked me two days ago what the Sacramento team name was I don't know if I could have given you an answer well that was the other thing I was like and maybe I'm actually just making this up I was pretty sure the Sacramento Kings changed their name did they not why would they change it they were in desperate need of a rebrand you're asking the wrong girl but I don't but I guess th- if the article says the Sacramento Kings, it doesn't. I don't think that they did. There's a lot. There's been a lot of changes with sports teams, but it, I think it's like more so like the L.A. Rams, the Chargers, mm-hmm. like those football teams. I haven't seen 
Not that I would yeah. see, but I haven't heard about uh, basketball teams. No, I just like in my mind, I was living in a world where they changed their name. But in the actual world, I don't think that that happened. I don't think it happened too. But Tristan did join the team, and Chloe and Corey seems to be supporting him. What are your oh. thoughts? People are are extremely pressed. I'm extremely disappointed in Corey. I'm not really sure what he 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 was signaling. Like, is it you know? What was he saying with the jersey? Like, I, I, I can't imagine how someone could even defend Tristan. That's why I'm, like, struggling with I coming, think so, I think what something. he's saying with the jersey is, like, Tristan's my boy. And he's made mistakes, but, like, he's still... Family. Yeah. Or even friend. And I have to the be thing- honest. I know people, like, are enraged about this, sort of, and expect, like, me to have that same energy. But this doesn't really bother me. Like... If the whole family were, like, supporting him and having his back... No, sorry, I w- it bothers me. I would be confused. But, like, if one member of the family, like, wants to stand by Tristan or, like, be there for him, okay. Agreed. If it, if it comes, like, actually, like, in a personal... On a personal sense, like, standing by them. But, you know, like, Chloe has been so publicly embarrassed by this man so many fucking times that right now he doesn't really need anyone like publicly standing up for him like that actually pisses me off and I'm really disappointed in Corey because he should know better yeah I don't know I mean I just would hope that like whatever like that if Chloe that Chloe is fine with this and I feel like she might be I feel like she doesn't want everyone to just up and leave him you know if he if him and Corey are really good friends then maybe Corey should be there for him and he just like showed off the jersey and I don't know it didn't really like bother me so much maybe it should no, it's just And like, Corey is a king, so, like, I just trust his judgment. Well, that's the thing. Corey is a king, so it's like, where is he going with this? I think he's, like, going to be, like, a good friend, you know? But it's just not adding up. But what if they were, like, really good friends before, and now he's, like, obviously made this mistake. What do you do? It's tough, but you side with the family, always. Yeah, but maybe they're not requiring people to take sides. I don't know. It's just different because it's true, Dad. He's never, he's not going anywhere, really. Right, that's the thing. This person's in their life forever. Um, And I I have to imagine Corey is very much like a peacemaker in the family. Yes. And constantly bringing people together. So I I imagine that this is his way of doing that, but it's too soon. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yes, ma'am. Chris Noth is being cut from, and just like that, season finale. He filmed in Paris, and those scenes are now cut amid sexual assault allegations. The upcoming season finale for And Just Like That will reportedly no longer feature Chris Noth. His character, Mr. Big, previously, spoiler alert, big spoiler, died in the first episode. Um, but they were screen they were seen photographed filming in Paris, and he was supposed to be in the season finale, and now he will not be. How? A Probably ghost? flashback. Not that I watch, but yeah, maybe. Now, no more. I mean, this really doesn't disrupt the storyline at all if he's already dead. Right. So it's not it's really not a big deal. They're really doing anything or making any hard mm. decisions. Hundred percent. They're so brave. They're like we're cutting a dead person out. They're so brave. Yeah, I agree. I don't really care. Like now that he's dead, bye. Yeah. Okay. Well. We were curious to see what sort of position they would take on everything that happened. They all put out some lukewarm statements, right. and now they're cutting him from a scene that was probably irrelevant to begin with. So, <laughs> still doing the least. You know, I was going to say the three of them did like pen a letter together supporting the women who spoke forward. Um, but yeah, very much not making a thing of this. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Have you still been watching the show? I have. Um, the a new episode came out today, so I obviously haven't seen that yet. But the most recent episode, like, was kind of crazy. Really? Yeah, I still stand by that. Like, I, mm, I don't know if you, I, I honestly can't tell if you would like it because some episodes are really good and some episodes are really bad. But for the most part, like, I really just am enjoying it. It's a quality show, like, with quality writing, quality characters who you've known and loved for years, and it's just like a fun thing to go on. And honestly, the best part is when new episodes come out. Like, people's hot takes on on TikTok are really premium because so much of the shit that goes down in the show is so unbelievably stupid. And it's fun to see people all over the world talking about it on TikTok. That's fun. And you do love to be a part of something. Precisely. Okay. So you're a part of this. I still don't think I will watch it. I came close to starting Emily in Paris last night and I was just like, no. No, seriously. Like I'm telling you, don't. I would rather read a book by an economist about the statistics <laughs> of pregnancy. That's where, really where I went. I was like, I do not have, I just, I'm on such a different wavelength than Emily. Do you know what I mean? And as you should be, because Emily is an unwell, <laughs> disturbed sociopath. It's the worst fucking show. And I really don't think you should bring that energy into your pregnancy right now. Like, you're an extremely sensitive time in your life. So I honestly don't know if I'm going to watch it. Because I had the opportunity. I had the time. I had the energy. And I chose not to. So it might have just removed itself from my content plate. Seriously, don't do it. Like, for okay. real. I okay. wish I could get back those eight hours. Oh, by the way, are you following this Jeopardy thing? No, but I saw that you are, and I want you to explain it to me. Okay, so there's a contestant who is, her name is Amy, and she, side note, was also recently just robbed, which was very bizarre. That's just what like, I saw. Yeah, but beyond that, she had gained, like, some some fame because she's on her way to, I think last night was her 26th win in a row. She's almost at a million dollars won. She's... So smart. Like, I watched last night's episode, Jackie. It wasn't even, like, a competition. Like, she was ahead by $30,000. It is... It's just, like... it's. Oh, and Ken Jennings is hosting currently. He's the person who currently holds the most wins. How many wins? in her way. How many wins and how much money does Ken Jennings have? I'm not entirely sure. Um, Let's Google Ken... Ken Jennings win streak here. And second question was the Rob- oh my god what he won seventy four shows and two point five million dollars. Damn. And my next and question, Amy, what's her name? Was the what robbery is- related at all to this current Jeopardy streak? No, it's just incredibly like weird timing because she's in LA filming these episodes. Wow, that's crazy. And she's so okay. Her name- she's okay. Yes, she she's came okay back to the show. She's okay. She was, she was okay. Her name is Amy Schneider, and she is, I think, on her twentieth win. She's got no, a ways. Twenty sixth. That's what you said. She's got a ways to go if she's going to beat Ken Jennings at his own game. But I feel like if he's the host now, he's going to try and trip her up. But I'm telling he's you, he's not going to let like, her. This woman couldn't be stopped. And you know what? I knew a Jeopardy clue last night. From, like, The Crown. What was it? So the the category was antonym, and it was, uh, the A was in quotes. So they were giving definitions of words, and you had to guess the antonym of that definition that starts with an A. So it was to take the throne. So the antonym of taking the throne is abdicate. abdicating the throne. And they didn't get it. I was literally screaming at my fucking TV. I'm like, abdicate, bitch. Abdicate. Amy didn't get it? No, it was Chantal, one of the girls... Oh my god, stressful. 
And by the way, Amy's so good. She's not even just winning. Like, they literally interrupted the game last night and was like, oh, you know, she guessed, for the same category, she guessed ambiguous when the answer was actually um, another word that starts with A. Arbitrary. And Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh. Very good. <laughs> so she guessed ambiguous, which wasn't the correct answer. And then, like, two minutes later, the judges were like, actually, your answer was technically correct, Amy. And they gave her the money. Wow. So she's changing... She's, she's so smart. She's changing the game. Right. Like, she's creating answers that even the experts didn't even think of. Damn, I hope she goes far. But I know that Ken's not going to let her beat him. She already has gone far, and that is so funny. No, but, like, she she has ways to go if she wants to, you know, come for Ken's throne. No, but it's just been a really long time since I think someone has made this many, um, this long of a run. And what's her what's her personal story what's her background what does she do she's she's a trans woman and she's an engineering manager and how i'm not did, sure what that means did she, like does she have hobbies that have allowed her to know all this okay, stuff like, i didn't read her autobiography no, but like, i, I do know. wonder people who are so how do they know all well versed shit? in trivia like how do they know all of this is it part of their job is it just like for fun no, and some people definitely have, like, niche knowledge on random trivia. But, like, you, to know everything from, like, architecture to plants, composers to pop culture even. Like, there's sometimes, more often than not, like, current events. So, I don't know. I don't know what you do for a living or what your interests are that get you to know that much stuff. Yeah. Okay. Unless you work in academia. Yes. But even still, you would have a specialized mm-hmm. subject. Subject. Makes you think, unless you're like a homeroom yeah. teacher, and you or no, it's, or it's, your substitute. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Only if it's a story that's brought to you by Manscaped. Cheers to the new year and making resolutions you can actually keep. Have you added self-care to your routine? Our sponsors at Manscaped have the perfect tools to help keep you and your significant other clean and tidy this year. Manscaped tools for his jewels are so good you'll want them for yourself. The Lawnmower Mower 4.0 is all you'll need for his balls and your bikini line. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. So if you go to manscaped.com and you use the code TOAST, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. They have tons of products at Manscaped. Obviously, the Performance Package 4.0 is one of their most popular, where they um, have the Lawn Mower. It's an electric trimmer that's designed with skin-safe technology to reduce cuts. It comes equipped with a 400K LED light. Um, It shines super bright. The products are so great. They're electric products. They have great skincare products. They also have cute travel cases. Perfect for the man in your life, and in turn, the perfect gift for yourself. You'll be upgrading both you and his grooming routine this year and using the best tools for the job. Whether your resolution is to work out more, travel to new places, be sure to travel to manscaped.com for the exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with code toast. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with code toast at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code toast. Wonderful. Our next story, the 2022 Grammy Awards have been postponed due to the uncertainty surrounded COVID-19 Omicron variant. So the Grammys are postponed until further notice. The Recording Academy and CBS announced in a joint statement on Wednesday that the award show would be postponed amid the ongoing COVID surge. So, so does that mean they're not announcing like the nominees either? I I don't know. I guess not. I mean, I'm sure they're hoping that they can do it like a month later or something and just move on but 
they're going to have to make some decisions soon. Right. Because it's like you're fucking with the timetable of like when when music released is considered for what years. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually like if they put it on too long, like then we're into the next year. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, maybe they should just do it without a show and just like announce the nominations. And then just take me back to such dark times. Yeah. Yeah. It's so upsetting. And also, like, we're coming into award season. So if the Grammys are already, you know, right. putting the brakes on, then I'm sure a lot the of first us, to fall. The, and Golden Globes isn't even happening. In any, yeah, but that has nothing to do with COVID. Right. That has to do with them being a fraudulent organization. But then the other shows, like, who wants to be the one show that's, you know, they all sort of follow each the other. The super spreader. So this is crazy news for the Grammy world. And also like a bummer for any big artists of this year who would have been, you know, Olivia Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So we'll keep you posted on that. And our fifth and final story, if you're ready for it, why don't you sing it today and I'll play percussion. Okay. Okay. It's the final story. Do, 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 do. It's not. It doesn't sync up. We'll go a cappella. <laughs> it doesn't. That's a magic number. No, that's the instrumental version. Oh, that's what I meant. Not a cappella, moron. Damn, it doesn't sync My up. My God, it's like I don't even know music. Truly. Our fifth and final story is a little Coachella news. Kanye West, Billie Eilish, will headline Coachella and Swedish House Mafia has been added to the mix. So we recently reported that Travis Scott, who was set to headline Coachella, is no longer headlining. And instead, Billie Eilish, Billie Eilish and Kanye are slated to headline the 2022 Coachella Festival. And now also, as an aside, Swedish House Mafia has been added to the bill. So... Okay. Also, this is another situation where it's like, who even knows if Coachella is going to happen at this point? Oh, right. But let's operate as if it is. Oh, my God. This is so so depressing. Like, I I refuse to give in. Like, for real. It's happening. Just, like, let it be. Are you going to go to Coachella? No. I know you. Oh, I'm not saying I want it to happen because, like, I care about the music. I just, like, I cannot. I'm getting so many bad vibes this week. Like. Yeah. No, you just want to keep moving forward. I just want to keep live events Yes. On. Yes. But I mean, this is like, if assuming Coachella happens, this is great news for the fans. I mean, Billie Eilish has performed a number of times and Kanye will be a great headliner. Would so I feel like it. it all it all works out. So if if I asked you, in your opinion, who. What is Swedish House Mafia? What would you say to that? That's a really interesting question. I would say that they are the original, like, house music guys. I think it's... No, totally. I think it's three people. And yeah, do you know who any of them are? That's my question. I just know that, like, one of them, I believe at one point, had a wife who was on the show on E! about Europeans living in L.A. What? That is not what I was expecting you to That's say. That's what I think about. I need to Google it. Well, because I, like, wanted to tell you, the three people in Swedish House Mafia are already on their own, all three enormous DJs. It's Axwell, Steve Angelo, and Sebastian Ingrosso. And I just thought that was interesting. Like, Yeah, no, I'm 100% right. I just Googled it. Isabel Adrian, she was on Euros. What was the show? Euros of Hollywood. 
Damn, E has really tried a lot of crap over the years to like remain relevant after the Kardashians. And she is married to Steve Angelo. And so she was like, there were some of the other people in the cast either were DJs or, you know, had like DJ associations. And she was the creme de la creme because she was married to Steve Angelo's Swedish House Mafia. Yeah, you'd think like she'd be too good for that show. Yeah, honestly, the show was pretty good. Everything on E just like is so sad. No, E has had some good shows and I don't know why they get. Why they can't get their shit together. Yeah. There were some really interesting cast members. Um, oh, yeah, on Bleona. Have you heard of Bleona? Do you ever watch Mm-mm. his show? Bleona no. is like a huge... I've never even heard of it. Bleona is a huge um, Albanian singer. She's like the share mm-hmm. of Albania. Wow, it's like Caprice from Ladies of London. Yeah. No, it was a really good show. Justice, Justice for Euros of Hollywood. I didn't see myself going down that road today. You know what's so weird? Like... I don't think I can remember a time when you brought up like a cultural reference that I've never heard of. <laughs> I've never heard of the show. It was only, I think it was a one season wonder. Your favorite. I mean, it, that's the only shows I watch. No, but there's something about E. Like someone, I don't understand like what goes on there, but they are doing a new show. I saw a commercial um, relatively famous where it's like children of famous people are like going to a farm or something. So it's trying to be like filthy rich cattle drive. Yeah, it's giving like I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Okay, who's on it? Anyone we know? I The commercial was like really poorly produced because they didn't tell me any of the famous people who were on. Oh, well, we could also just Google it. Relatively yeah. famous Relatively famous cast. E. Ranch rules, yeah. Okay, I don't know any of these people. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like in a very um, real way. Well, that makes it like not fun, but it seemed like a good idea. Yeah, it does seem like a good idea. But I mean, maybe when they explain who they are, like, but I, I mean, the only name I recognize there is one Hasselhoff. Mm. But not the mm. one from Rich Kids. Was there a Hasselhoff in Rich Kids? I think so. Haley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about Rich Kids of Beverly Hills yesterday. Great show. Great show. Great launching platform for so many of my favorite people to follow on Instagram. 100% agreed. Um, so those are the fast five. I feel as though you very much needed to know them. And now we're going to get into the TV recap, yeah? I wouldn't say very much needed to know the stories. Like you kind of could know. Yeah, no, that's just like what what you should, could, know. Sure. Right. Yes, so you're going to tell me everything that happened on The Real Houses of Orange County so I don't have to watch it. Brought to you by Bowl and Branch. No one wants to cut corners on what's important and few things matter more than a good night's sleep. Bowl and Branch's signature sheets feel so soft and light you'll forget you're not actually sleeping on a cloud. And they're sustainably made for uncompromising quality from field to factory. So, you know, our beds are very, very important to us. And... We spend a lot of time in them. And I feel like it makes us somewhat experts on what's good in the bedroom department. And honestly, I have and Branch sheets on my bed right behind me. It's one of my favorite brands. Everything. I have sheets, duvet cover, pillowcases. I have a throw, throw blankets. Like, I really just bought the whole website out. The best product. They keep me so cool at night. I'm a sweater in my sleep. And they only use 100% sustainable raw materials. Um... 
so you know that your product feels good, it looks good, it's doing good. And the sheets that I have are the Signature Hemmed Sheets. They're their best sellers. They're buttery soft, lightweight organic cotton. Um, They're not too hot and not too cool, so they're the perfect sheets for year-round sleepers. And Bolin Branch focuses on quality over quantity, so there's no inflated thread counts, More uh, because more isn't always better. Experience the best sheets you've ever felt at BolinBranch.com and get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code TOAST to check out. That's BolinBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com, promo code TOAST. Great. Thank you. Now it is time for the TV recap. So I watched both episodes of OC last night and I can't really, you know, piece together what was from last week or this Mm -hmm. week, which is fine. So Noella, like we're literally like one, two, three days out from her divorce and just like seeing how she's behaving and like what she's doing. She goes to like lunch, you know, looks like a nice waterfront lunch. Nicole. with Nicole and she at first it seemed like Noelle is kind of like getting really emotional and Nicole is like let's get out of here because like I guess Nicole like doesn't like public displays of emotion but then upon like watching the the flashbacks it's clear that like Noella was just like drinking so much and was just like having a breakdown like emotionally and also just like being drunk and Nicole was like being oh. the sort of friend I guess she wasn't being like so coddly and like keeping and like comforting but it was just like we need to get the fuck out of here like you're they're ready there it was such a crowded restaurant they're already showing mm-hmm. up with cameras and like this girl is having an actual breakdown like I kind of really appreciated Nicole's approach so I watched that episode the one from two weeks ago and I actually didn't see it that way I actually thought Nicole was being hella rude and that like knowing now that Noella was probably still super drunk I still think Nicole was fucking rude no like they showed flashbacks of like all the times Noella ordered a drink so it's clear that they were there for a very long time so it's not like she just started crying and she was like let's you know let's split right but she was just being quite emotional I find the whole Noella divorcing I mean it's really first of all it's bizarre to come onto a show and then episode two like your husband's Serving you but I went to Noella's Instagram because um I just wanted to see like how thirsty she is compared to you know she said Jen was really thirsty which was one of the funniest reads of all time like coming for her for tagging her in a photo of herself which I actually I would never say to someone but that is a, such a red flag as a as a person textbook thirst textbook thirst like here's a picture of myself and I'm going to tag all of the like semi-influential people that I know like I know it's weird no it's so weird I but I would never actually let someone know that's why I didn't like them so I but I understood completely what Noella was saying anyway so I was like I'll go to her Instagram and see like what she's about and it turns out that when her and her husband signed up for the show they had to go through a background check and the background check exposed his tax issues and I guess that given that he wanted to pull out from the show and was like insisting that they pull out and she felt like and these are her words that you know the show at that point was the only thing holding him accountable for all of his lies and you know everything was coming to light so then he splits and now she's like left picking up the pieces and I'm just finding it I kind I mean I hate to agree with her but I'm kind of with Jen where it's like this isn't adding up like the whole thing is so crazy and I feel like some of the women just want to be there for her and I appreciate that and that's a really sweet thing to do but like there's something we've seen so many housewives like go through it that at this point that like now I'm skeptical and I'm cynical and I'm just like there's something weird here Jen says that they're not actually married I think that they I don't think that that's true because like she did get served with papers but like her just reactions to everything and like 
I am just not fully buying it. I think there's like so much more to this story. I can't even fathom what the truth could be. Also, it seems like a lot of the women are like slowly turning on Noella. Like Heather is because Noella like said talked a little bit of crap about Heather. She like called her fake two times and fake that bitch. got back to Heather. Heather gets like is pretty chummy with Jen and obviously Jen and Noella are like oil and water. So I watched the right episode now. and you know Heather went over to Jen's house and like I just find it so amusing how everyone acts around Heather like so desperate to be her friend so desperate to make a connection so desperate to be relevant and the Jen scene like was uncomfortable I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I didn't expect them to get along but I guess anyone who like acts in deference to Heather is going to be a friend of Heather's. Speaking of Gina, but I actually really like their friendship. They went to the racetrack and mm-hmm. I I considering I really like Gina and Emily, like if they I just I think they're friends with Heather more than just because she's like Heather Dubrow. I think Gina and Heather yeah. like just are two people who naturally click and like you can't help who you click with. So 100% the dynamics are interesting because they're like shifting and there's like a lot of cross-contamination like there's no clear sides or anything but there's people who are just like aren't getting along with other people but there are also some real friendships forming so I think that that is a good playing field for the rest of the season but we need to figure out what's going on with Noella there's something about Noella yeah she it's it's something's off for sure. With her story. Um, I will catch up on that because actually I'm interested. Also, her husband was like on TikTok, like making all these videos, like addressing, yeah. confronting like shit that she said about him on the show. Yep. And they're like going back and forth on Instagram, like putting out videos about like what's happening and who's been there for their kid and like how, you know, her credit cards are cut off and all she has is a credit card on Amazon and Instacart. And that's how she's gotten by. And it's like, this is a lot of information for people who you didn't like for fans who have been around for four weeks. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm, um, I'm cautious. I'm not like fully just like feeling one way or another. Yeah. Well, thank you for the debrief. Thank you for being you. Thank you for shining a light in this world. And thank you guys for listening me? to the Morning Toast. For me? Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, need a manicure. Thank oh, you guys so much for listening. Me, too. Ooh. Me, too. Gorgeous. Yeah, no, I haven't had one since Omicron came to town. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast and Lanham Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day and we'll see you tomorrow for Friday. That is so yes. exciting, you guys. One more day, one more sleep till Friday. One more day of alarm living until we hit that weekend we will see you tomorrow have a good one bye